You're tuned to a Christian radio station, Radio Pulpit, 657 AM. The radio station where we proclaim that Jesus is God, that He's our Redeemer, that He is our Savior, our Safekeeper, the Darling of Heaven. Luke 10, 2 says, Great is the harvest, few are the harvest field workers. And I'd like to invite you on this Monday morning to come and, as the word says in Isaiah, whom shall I send to report for duty and say, here I am, Lord. Here I am. I report for duty this day, yesterday gone into all eternity. In fact, 33,000 sermons been preached yesterday just in South Africa. And so our country should look different this morning, but we know. We know that we are struggling. We know that we are in trouble. We are in big trouble. And so we need to report for duty and say, Here I am, Lord, willing to be used this day. And wherever you are on God's earth this morning, I trust that as we search the Scriptures one verse at a time, that God's Holy Spirit would change us, renew us, restore us, bring us to that place where we can say it is God and God alone, God's Spirit, God's Spirit alone. Jesus, our Redeemer, touch us, Lord. We need a touch from you this morning. And the older I grow, this past Friday, I asked Angus a very personal question. I asked him, do you also struggle with sin? Do you also battle with sin? I uh, attended a church service yesterday where the pastor said, we are no longer sinners. And I know what he meant at that moment. But then again, I myself, in thought and many a time indeed, battle with sin. And as Angus had said this past Friday, the older you get, the harder it becomes. And so, turning to the Lord Jesus Christ, turning to our Redeemer, our Lord, our Savior, I want to take you to Matthew 3 and verse 8. Matthew 3 and verse 8. And it simply says this, Produce fruit. Produce fruit. We understand that. But then it says, In keeping with repentance. Produce fruit. In keeping with repentance. And we live in a day and age, a selfie age, a selfless age where we love to produce fruit to be seen by others and how righteous I am and how holy I am. But we don't like the word repentance. And I just want to touch on this this morning. 
What does it mean to produce fruit in keeping with repentance? Matthew 3 and verse 8. Where does it come from? Why, is this, why are those words even in, in the Bible? And you find that in the Bible story, in the wilderness, and it's a true story. I love true stories, don't you? You find in the wilderness of Judea, you find John the Baptist began his ministry of preparing Israel to receive a Messiah, Jesus the Christ. And when you read the story, you see that there's enormous crowds that went to hear John as he traveled through the region preaching a baptism of repentance for the forgiveness of sins. Matthew 3, 5, you can go and read about it. It's also in, in, in uh, Luke 3, in verse 3. A baptism, a repentance for the forgiveness of sin. And so if you read the story, you will see that many people received John's message. They confessed their sins and they were baptized. In Mark 1, 5, you read about it. In Matthew 3, 6, you read about it. But there's something amazing about this. Because these baptisms stirred up a huge commotion to the extent that the, the Pharisees and the Sadducees, or is it now the Sadducees, <laughs> they, they went out to investigate them. They knew about the insincerity of their own hearts when they pitched up there. John the Baptist said to them, I mean, it's the most radical altar call I've ever heard of in my life. He said, your brood of vipers who warned you to flee from the coming wrath. Who warned you to flee from the coming wrath? There is a wrath that's coming. There is an angry God. Who wrote the book, Sinners in the Hands of an Angry God? And I don't want to go to the days of old where there was this guy in this black cloak standing in front pointing a finger and say, you will turn or burn. But my brother, my sister, John said something that we need to take heed of. He said, produce fruit in keeping with repentance. What did he mean by that? John spoke severely. He challenged those religious leaders about their spiritual pride, their hypocrisy. He took them head on. We see it nowadays. You just have to look at social media. They needed to know that God's judgment for sin was coming. Yes, baptism is an outward symbol. Of true hearts change. John's baptism was a baptism of repentance. But I want to say this. Repentance is the act of changing one's mind. That results into the change of actions. It's your thoughts and your deeds. Your thoughts and your deeds. And I, you know... 
even after being on Radio Pulpit for 17 years, going on to 17 years, being a Christian for 35 years, it's hard because I sometimes battle with my thoughts and my deeds. Sincere repentance involves turning away from sin in thought and in action. If we want to produce fruit in keeping with repentance, we need to turn away from sin in thought and in action. Those crowds that came to John for baptism, they were showing their repentance. Identifying with a new life. The Pharisees, the Sadducees, the the church of Jesus' day, absolutely detached. Absolutely detached. They claimed to have repented of their sin. Sins they eagerly pointed out in other people's lives, yet they lived as sinners. Denying their own guilt. We need to stand, you and I, before the Lord and say, Lord, I'm struggling with this. If you read the story, and once again it's a true story, you will see that the religious leaders of John's day, man, they refused to submit themselves to God. They refused to submit themselves to God. The Jesus film that is shown all over the world starts with these words, what a dying and unbelieving world cannot believe is that Christians confess Jesus with their lips and deny Him with their lifestyle. Are we willing to submit ourselves to God? These religious leaders thought they were good enough. (laughs) Their association with Abraham, their Jewish heritage, their religious rituals, their spiritual pedigree. But it wasn't enough to please God. Going to church is not enough. The only way for sinners, broken people, desperate people, is to enter in a relationship with God through genuine repentance and faith. Genuine repentance and faith. It's, it's these guys, these dudes were supposed to, to have been setting an example to take the lead. And instead they, they live self-righteous, hypocritical lives, a denial of their own spiritual condition. How are you and I doing? I sometimes come and sit behind this microphone and I say, Lord, I do not have the right to come and sit here, Lord, to share your word, my King. And John warned them. John said the axe is already at the root of the tree. And every tree that does not produce good fruit will be cut down and thrown in the fire. I mean, said, the scare tactics for me is no business. No, I'm just sharing God's word with you. That tree at that stage represented Israel. And if Israel didn't repent, it would be cut down and destroyed. Only those who genuinely repented began to produce good fruit. 
that would be prepared for the coming of Christ Messiah. And history tells the story of what happened to Israel. Luke's gospel. I've just shared with you from Matthew's gospel. But Luke's gospel speak about it as well. A means to produce fruit in keeping with repentance. You know what John said? He said, he said uh, in Luke's gospel, he said, Proof by the way that you live. That you have repented of your sins and turned to God. That's what John said to him. And sometimes, you know, it's uh, we sit behind this microphone and we preach the gospel, but who are you and I when we close the door and nobody is watching? It's just, you think you're alone. Proof by the way that you live that you have repented of your sins and turned to God. Don't say to each other, we're safe. We descendants of Abraham. It means nothing. Don't say to each other, I'm safe. I've gone to church. I've got a Bible. Grown up in a Christian house. I'm safe. It means nothing. John said, I tell you, God can create children of, of, of Abraham from these very stones in Luke 3 and verse 8. A continuous life of producing fruit in keeping with righteousness. Your family tree, my family tree won't earn us a place in heaven. Why do you want to go to heaven? Because you're scared of hell? So our family tree won't cut it. John told the Sadducees, the Sadducees and the, and the Pharisees who, who took pride in their lineage to take a more humble view, just as God had made Adam from the dust of the ground. God raised up children. Or God could raise up children from the very stones in the wilderness. An amazing thing when you read the Gospel of John, this particular narrative, this true story. You see that people begin to ask, what should we do? What should we do? Tell us, what should we do? What is the fruit in keeping with repentance? John, tell us. What is the fruit in keeping with repentance, South Africa? Let me not sit here with a high and mighty heart and say, Your sons. You know. I know. We know. John answered, Anyone who has two shirts should share one with, with the one who has none. And anyone who has food should do the same. He told the tax collectors in the crowd, don't collect any more than you are required to. In Luke 3 and verse 13, he told the soldiers, don't exhort money and don't accuse people falsely. Be content with your pay. Some of the fruit of repentance 
when you show genuineness of the heart? What is the motive of your heart? What is the motive of my heart? Why am I doing what I'm doing sitting behind this microphone? When the Apostle Paul began his, his, his preaching ministry, he spoke of good deeds as proof of genuine repentance. It's not your good deeds that save you. It's just fruit of repentance. He says, I preached first to those in Damascus, then in Jerusalem, those in Judea, and then also to the Gentiles. And then he says that all must repent of their sins and turn to God. And prove they have changed by the good things that they do. That's what Paul says in Acts 26 and verse 20. Are you a believer this morning, my brother, my sister? And so the believer's spiritual life and growth is often compared to a fruit-bearing tree. How often have I spoken about this? An apple tree does not have a banner on top that says, Wow, look at me, I'm an apple tree. And just as a fruit production is, is proof of life, and health in a tree, so are the good ac actions, the evidence of a spiritual life in Christ Jesus and the presence of God dwelling in us, within us. Jesus said, a good tree produces good fruit. A bad tree produces bad fruit. A good tree can't produce bad fruit and a bad tree can't produce good fruit. So every tree that does not produce good fruit is chopped down and thrown in the fire, there you have it again. You see, just as you can identify a tree by its fruit, you identify people by their actions. And there's a dying world watching. There's a dying world listening. Paul that prays for the Philippians to be filled with the fruit of righteousness, the fruit of the Spirit that comes through Christ Jesus. And he gives example of good spiritual fruit. Love, joy. Shall we do? You, you know this. You know what's your reaction? I know this. It's the fruit of the Spirit. And I can it work. I can't do it in my life. Galatians 5:22. But can you testify, Vainant, to the fruit of the Spirit in your life? Love. He who does not love. He who does not love abides in death. And we easily reap the fruit of the Spirit. Love. Self-control. The first and the last. And in between you find joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness. And you know what I lack in many of them? Do you have the joy of the Lord? Do you have the peace of the Lord this morning? Do you have patience to face this day? Kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness. Ek het het al van tevore gesê, as die kat en die hond bang is vir jou by die huis, I'll leave it to that. And so, your ability, my ability, if we claim to be reborn, spiritually rebirthed 
as believers this morning? That ability to produce fruit in keeping with repentance is dependent on our intimate fellowship with the Lord Jesus Christ who said, remain in me and I will remain in you. Remain in me and I will remain in you. For a branch cannot produce fruit in its if it's served from the vine. You cannot be fruitful unless you remain in the Lord Jesus Christ. Unless you say, yes Lord, here I am. Jesus himself said, I am the vine. You are the branches. And those who remain in me and I in them will produce much fruit. Apart from me, you can do nothing. Can you testify that you are spiritually reborn? Can you testify that there's a moment, a time in your life, you, single, solitary you, stood before the Lord and say, Here I am, Lord, a wretched sinner in need of saving grace. Here I am. Fruit in keeping with repentance. Lord, come tabernacle in me. Come live in me, Holy Spirit. Fill that dark, empty void in my inner man. In my spirit, man, fill it with your presence. With your beautiful light. The root will produce fruit. Fruit in keeping with repentance is the evidence. It's a result of a changed mind, a transformed life. An ongoing communion with the Lord Jesus Christ. I trust that as you listen to this broadcast this morning, that your spirit man will cry out, Lord, renew me, restore me. Lord, come and touch me this morning, please, Lord. Come and touch me and renew me so that the words love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control will be real in my life. Not just hollow words echoing into the nothingness of an empty life. But real, Lord. Not to impress other people, but to seek you. Not to be holy and righteous, to be seen by others. Here the motif of my heart, so me to seek. And so we stand before your throne of grace this morning. In Jesus' name, and say, Lord, we fall short. We need your Holy Spirit. We need you. Come and restore our country. Come and restore our hearts. Come and restore us as a nation, Lord. We need you. Desperately in need of you this morning. To bear the fruit of repentance. Here that ons I kan tevrede stel. Maar dat ons I werk hier op aarde kan doen. Luke 10 to great is the harvest. Few are the harvest field workers. Use me, Lord, this morning. But first renew me. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control, Lord. Renew me, Lord. I cry out to you, Lord, renew me. 
Renew me, Lord Jesus. Renew me, Lord Jesus. Renew me, Lord Jesus. Amen. And amen. Let the one who hears the Savior say, Come. Let the one who is thirsty 